fine. Go. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Dorkside Nexus. This is our first episode of 2023. I am super excited to be sitting here with my good buddies. I am Corey. I am Brooksy. And I'm exhausted. No, my name's Tanner. I feel that. Yeah, now that the holidays are over, it's kind of nice to have a moment to just sit in the room and, (sighs) yeah, decompress a little bit, relax, talk about some nerdy stuff. And I have a very big question for you guys. And Brooks, you brought this up earlier. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Samoas. Tagalongs. That's my second choice. The Samoas are the peanut butter ones? The Samoas are the... They're the very similar to the Pillsbury ones. They got coconut shavings and yes. then the caramel. And then it's got chocolate drizzled uh, off the top. And then the bottom's coated in it. Those ones are good. I like tagalongs. Tagalongs are the peanut butter ones. Sucker yeah. for a peanut butter cookie. That's and classic Thin Mints. Yeah. I only like Thin Mints when they've been in the freezer. I will not eat them any other time. Have you guys tried their newest one? No. They just came out with a s'mores. I, did, I was not a fan. I love them. I like my thing with Girl Scout cookies is they are not good cookies. They're just nostalgic as fuck. Yeah, no, I ripped through an entire box of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Corey. <laughs> I, but like, I think overall, like as a whole, everyone has their favorites, but the rest suck. Anytime they introduce a new one, I'm always very disappointed in them. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, to each their own, because some people have different tastes, so. Makes sense. Well, they have a very wrong taste. I do stand by Thin Mints do need to be frozen. That is 100% accurate. Yeah. I'll have to try that. It's the only way I'll eat them. Ari loves them, but it's the only way that I will eat them. Huh. Yeah, I'll I'll have to try that Thin Mint uh, frozen. Where does one track down Girl Scout cookies? I know they have knockoffs usually on the shelves the river bend just down the road. Well, Bradabro Market 32, usually they'll have like the Samoas Togalongs and then the lemon ones in store usually um if not this month, but next month. When I would uh after I get out of work, when I was working at GS, I would go down there and then like all the end caps to each of the checkout aisles had Girl Scout cookies and they'd be like cleaned out every Saturday. One guy had like a shopping cart half full. I'm like, buddy, what? All right. Well, I guess we're having cookies for like the week. <laughs> yeah, there, there's going to be a good while where I don't eat anything but Girl Scout cookies. Oh, I know somebody that spent $500 on Girl Scout cookies last year. <gasps> Excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> I got nothing to say other than, huh? <laughs> a lot of money he loves Who was his- it cookie monster <laughs> <laughs> come on come on <laughs> oh my God. the family, family guy, guy skit where he's yeah. in the bathroom <laughs> oh my god uh, cookie monster calls tell him i'm not speaking to him till he's out of rehab <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like hi girl scout cookies headquarters uh how many how many boxes do you want um i need like uh five hundred dollars worth <laughs> All of them. All of them. (laughs) No, I like Girl Scout cookies. Don't get me wrong. But they're only okay. I'll eat Girl Scout cookies before I eat uh, a box of Oreos. I don't Uh, know why. As I've gotten older, Oreos just kind of fell off. I'm with him. 
I'm um, with him on that. Unless they're the winter white fudge Oreos. What in the fuck is wrong with you two? There is no better cookie than the white fudge covered Oreos. Uh, nope, the chocolate fudge covered Nutter Butters. Okay. I was ready to argue, and then I was nope. like, well, chocolate okay, fudge yeah. covered Nutter Butters, hands down. I mean, I like Oreos, but Nutter Butters are still for the win. And a lot's wrong with me to answer your question. <laughs> Have you tried the Nutter Butter wafers? Yes. Welcome to Snackside Nexus, everybody. <laughs> talking about cookies. Way to change the subject. Hi, I'm Gra. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you guys seen the guy on TikTok with the deep voice review snacks? No, I don't think mm-hmm. I have. Oh, my God. I love him. He's like, snack. he's got a whole segment called Snacks We Need to Bring Back. And it just goes through, like, all these nostalgic snacks that, from our childhood that we need to bring back. You know... There is a lot of stuff that came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s that they should just bring back. Like, for instance, like four years ago, they had the Crystal Pepsi. And then right after that, Coca-Cola was like, well, we might as well bring Surge back. Why doesn't all these snack companies just re-release all of like the snacks that we grew up with? That's like. Everyone our age would be like, oh, you know, YOLOs came back or Skittles gum came back. 3D Doritos. 3D Doritos, the Twisted Cheetos Puffs, for just just name a few. All those items would be gone, like, in an instant. Just saying. Marketing. Big brain. I, yeah, but you know what? Last thing I want to talk about snacks. Oreos. It was double stuffed Oreos, right? Double stuffed. Yeah. F-F-U-E-D. No, what? S-T-U-F-F-E-D. I don't know how to spell. (laughs) So from Jared, I'm 19 and I never fucking learned how to read. Oh. So apparently it's always been double stuff. Yeah. Stuff. That feels like one of those, what's it called? The, the Men, something effect? The, the Doppler Mando- effect? Not Men, the Doppler effect. The Mandala the, effect. The Nelson Mandela effect. Uh, That's different. Have you seen, this builds into a theory though, where a, like a 14 year old is trying to prove that when CERN first started experimenting with the Large Hadron Collider, that they actually destroyed our universe and moved us to the next closest universe. That's why there's all these Mandala effects seen that theory (laughs) and i've read about it and i'm like well multiverse theory is a possibility so it does make sense and then some people are like i can't comprehend it's just like it's it it, it's just relax it's it's just multiverse theory it's just the theory relax it's fine yeah did we destroy our previous universe probably Hey, I've, I've seen enough Rick and Morty to know it's totally possible. We all just blew up and now we're in an alternate, you know, just that previous universe is probably Cronenberg. I, I don't know. We're in an Elseworlds universe. <laughs> Cronenberg. <laughs> I mean, come on. You said Rick and Morty. I'm going with that one. <laughs> oh, geez. I think this is a perfect time talking about universes to mention that. The Snyderverse. My, do you want to talk about something else? I'm at 12% battery. So <laughs> I think we should get started. On, All right. Uh, on the Snyderverse. Because, um, well, the Snyderverse okay. is dead, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yeah, pretty much. There's a couple of holdovers, but for the most part, I think we're living in an era of a brand new DCU. What do you, what do you think kind of direction, in your guys' opinion, that James Gunn is going with the... I'm going to say Gunniverse? James Gunniverse? Ew, 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 don't call it the Gunniverse. The new DC universe that James Gunn has planned for. So I've heard a rumor that they want to go more with the Justice League universe that we grew up with, like the show and whatnot. Yep. That's the kind of vibe that he's going for. Okay. And so if that's the case, I'm all for it. Like Young Justice and then the Justice League, that's kind of the vibe he's going for. The rumors I've heard have said that it's supposed to be like the Justice League Unlimited show. Yeah. Which if you're a fan of more than just Batman, more than just Superman, and more than just Wonder Woman, this is a time to be excited. Because that's mm-hmm. one of the best versions of the DC Universe I think we've had. I, I own that uh, both, well, technically it's Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited. I own the whole series on DVD, and it's great to rewatch. So with this with this transition, I'm definitely going to have to rewatch it again to see and compare notes for future projects that come out that James is going to release. So I've when Justice League Unlimited was on, I had never really met or knew of Martian Manhunter. That show made me love Martian Manhunter. Yes. Like yes. that's the big thing I'm excited for is to give us a real Martian Manhunter. Yeah. That show was my first exposure to Green Arrow. And if you guys know me, I'm a huge Green Arrow fan. It like, was mine as well. The first, like, I think one or two episodes just launch into him being a leader, his relationship with Black Canary. Um, there's also the question, Huntress. There's a bunch of characters that they do in that. And I can see what we've seen from James Gunn in his uh, Marvel tenure. His, yes. his time at Marvel is that in a world of Avengers and big players, he can take characters that are kind of obscure. He can take uh, a Drax the Destroyer, a Peter Quill, a Rocket Raccoon. He can take a Peacemaker, a Vigilante, um, any of the other characters from The Suicide Squad, and make them popular household names. Yeah. So I think he's going to build it upon the frame of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, but we're going to start to see like a DCU that actually branches out. Yeah, definitely. It that's <laughs> really what's nice because the Snyderverse never could connect itself. Never could. It just they they forced it and it never worked. And now they're trying to lay the groundwork to have that kind of Marvel formula. I do hope they they do it in a way that again is slightly more adult than Marvel, like slightly darker tones like they were trying to with the Snyderverse. I understand why it didn't work, though. That's just me. That's just my hope. But it seems like the Internet is an uproar because Henry Cavill is now out as Superman. Yes, that was one of the big announcements. Like one of the first things they were talking about is that uh, Henry Cavill, despite being back in uh, The Rock's Black Adam, which we'll get into that in a minute, the whole rock side of uh, of the DCU situation is Henry Cavill's out because supposedly James Gunn wants to tell a story about a younger Superman. Henry Cavill, I don't know how old he is. He looks like a young man. He does not look like he's in his 40s. Oh, my God. At least late 
late 30s or early, early 40s. And everybody's up in arms about them getting rid of Cavill and getting rid of some of the old guard. But when you stop and think about it, if you're going to build an entire DC universe from the ground up and you want it to last, because Gunn has said they have plans pretty much all the way for like the next eight to 10 years. If you're going to build a universe, you need to cast younger people to play these characters. And I'm okay with it. I, I'm very, I'm very, very okay with it. Uh, you, cause you have to, like we saw it with RDJ. He was older when he took the role of Iron Man and it, yes, it restarted his career. It re it gave him a whole new career because of being Iron Man, but eventually he grew tired of it. He was getting too old. I mean, Chris Evans grew tired of it. You have to start young. And unfortunately you're starting to see it with Tom Holland, even though he, he wants to continue to play Spider-Man, he's taking a break from it because he's put so much time into it. So you do have to start them young or you end up with the burnout. Yeah. Same goes for Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth as well, but he's 100% uh, taking a break from acting for a while because of his uh, physical health. Yeah. Cause of his predisposure, his higher chance of Alzheimer's Alzheimer's. Yep. yep. Yeah. That he, it came out on. It was late. It was late November, early December last year that he, found out that both of his parents are have a specific gene yeah he, his genetics he's predisposed to contracting alzheimer's so it's like it's like a double high rate for him yeah so he's like right now he's just taking a break spending time with his wife and kids wow i remember hearing he was taking a break that was officially announced but i never actually heard the reasoning yes yeah, well, yeah. I hope yeah he's okay well he He's fine now, but he wants to be able to spend the time with his family while he can still remember them. Yeah, because once you get to a certain age, that's it, it's it's downhill well, real the, fast. Yeah. So the thing with Alzheimer's and dementia is, by the time you've started showing symptoms, you've had it for a while. Like it's like it's been there. It the symptoms are the late stages. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's one of the most depressing things you can experience as like a loved one so put me in a home uh, just put me in a home and forget about me because i'm going to forget about you if i if i come down with it if i start coming down with symptoms put me in a home leave me there i will forget about you just let me go that's my take on it eat me into the grand canyon or something honestly because if i can't if i don't remember my own past if i'm like the joker and my history is multiple choice i don't i don't want that not even it's not even multiple choice it's you just forget it's just gone you, remember you you haven't played halo 4 but basically it's like cortana pretty much breaks it down that rambency and alzheimer's is one and the same like basically you just you think yourself to the death in a sense ai rampancy yeah so it but for a human to experience it basically it's like your brain's neurons like slowly um, lose connection and that's pretty much how your memory is created and the disease itself attacks those those connections and just eventually that starts separating all right guys we're here to have fun this is this is depressing <laughs> this is fucking depressing all right let's let, let's get back to henry cavill and recasting for christ's sake so, this is so depressing what do you guys out there think <laughs> i think this is sad uh with with back to dc um did you watch Black Adam? Did either of you watch Black Adam? I, I did not. 
I had no interest in it. Okay. And I also don't think I don't enjoy watching the rock in movies. So, okay. Yeah. I think I watched the first 20 minutes and it felt like darker Shazam. Yes. Yes. It did feel like a much darker Shazam. I will say that, um, everyone like specifically, I loved Pierce Brosnan playing as Dr. Fate in that movie. Mm. He did a really good Dr. Fate. Bronson. Bronson. Brosnan? Prometheus? <laughs> I'm Groot? What? <laughs> <laughs> Our Sorry. generation's James Bond. Oh, Daniel Craig. Yes, Daniel Craig. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I uh, What was it? The World Is Not Enough? The one where the car gets sawed in half? Brooksy, you're stuck here. We, we you're, you're going to go back in your cage underneath my bed in, in after we're done recording. You're throwing me in the cage? What? What am I, Lucifer from Supernatural? A pit of despair. Don't even think. <clears throat> so don't even think about trying to escape. <laughs> um, Not to fifty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with. <laughs> With the last cutscene of Henry Cavill meeting Black Adam, it does kind of set up the opportunity that he will, Henry Cavill will portray his role as Superman in the future. But it seems like, again, with what Corey said, they need to kind of restart, have a whole new fresh slate for a DC universe. And you said they're doing a younger Superman? Is that what you said? That's the rumor why they switched Henry Cavill out of the role was because they wanted to tell a story about a younger Superman. I don't think like Smallville young, like right. just becoming Superman, but... Just arrives in Metropolis, Superman. Yeah, so, moving forward, just kind of getting his feet wet, kind of learning. So, so probably like right like right after smallville starting his job at the daily planet kind of thing okay that's the rumor rumor also has it that james gunn is going to either or both write and direct that film which i don't know if you guys have seen brightburn i've only heard things about this i've seen like the um like a youtube channel called story recapped and it goes over like basically like real quick movies and I quote unquote watched it through story recapped and it's, you know, it's kind of like one of those, like what if Superman like showed up and was just already evil? Like it's, 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 it's a good take on like a pure evil, um, different Superman. This brings me to a question though. Um, you might know it better, Corey, who do we have any like, real like which hero got started first whether it was batman superman the flash or anything like that in any of the established media well in terms of comics i'm pretty sure superman was like the big one action comics number i couldn't tell i'm yeah i'm not that kind of nerd but uh, superman is like the big one but i meant like in the universe which hero existed first depends on the universe i want to say because I mean, you can go all the way back. The, um, a lot of times they have uh, like Flash. We have the Barry Allen that we know that's the modern Flash. When they did a re- uh, retcon in the comics, they made it so that Jay Garrick, who was the original, original Flash, was like the hero back in the 
fifties and the golden age. So there's, it all depends on the interpretation who's writing the story first. Okay. Another question for you before we keep on this topic, who's your favorite flash, Barry, Gary and Garrett or Wally. Oh, personally. So I never cared about the flash before the Grant Gustin show on CW never cared for the flash. That show, that portrayal of the character made me love the character of Barry Allen. He's portrayed differently in different versions. The animated series is Wally West, and and I, I like that version, but I like Barry. That's the version I think of when I think of The Flash is Wally. It's just me, because Justice League Unlimited, that was really my first exposure into The Flash. So I, I, I'm Wally for, for that reason. I think it's nostalgia, too, for the most part, because... They portrayed him in kind of that Spider-Man quibby kind of way, which mm. I liked a lot. And I think that's my favorite version. What about you? It's difficult to say for me because I like both of them. I like um, the Justice League Unlimited uh, Wally, where he's he's very like. Very, you know, he's he's at a his maturity is very young. Like he's not quite like focused on doing like, how do I say this? He's a hero, but he's very much like Spider-Man. He makes like quick, uh, quibs. Yeah. Quibs. Thank you. And you know, he's, he does the mission, but he's always just like making like quick snarky comments Mm -hmm. versus Wally. And and my favorite portrayal is probably uh, the Flashpoint um, movie where uh, he goes to that alternate world where um, like Thomas Wayne being Batman. um, There's reverse Flash. Oh, this, over the place. this was the animated movie, right? Where, yeah, where, yeah, really good one. I yeah. haven't seen this, but I've seen clips of it. It's, re- it's really good. I, I love that one because it we, it we see a Flash who's like really dedicated to. Um, He went through a horrible experience with his mom. And then like right after that, he got. uh, Was it like struck by lightning? So he, he was he has the speed force within his body. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. And that's another thing with Flash is because of all the different timelines and all the different stories, it's hard for me to keep track of which version is which. Because I know there's one version where when Barry Allen dies, he goes back and becomes the very bolt of lightning that gave him his powers. Yeah. Which is like a super interesting concept. But I just I it's it's hard for me to pick between those two, Wally or Barry. If you've ever seen Young Justice, which it's also been rumored that this universe is going to be based on, they do a version of Wally West. I believe he's voiced by Jason Marsden. Um, an amazing version of that character that's trying to live up to uh, the Barry Allen character. Yep, yep. I, I've watched Young Justice, so I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. He's tragic, that character. Yeah, it's it's after watching... Uh, halfway through the series, I'm just like, oh goodness! Like him trying to take on that mantle, it's it's hard. I so the this talk and conversation about the Flash leads into another thing going on with DC. Is we know that the big three are out. We know that Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, and Henry Cavill are out under the new structure. 
But I don't fucking understand this. They're keeping Ezra Miller in releasing his movie. And is Amber Heard still an Aquaman? I heard that she has been removed, that the fan petitions worked and that she's been removed from the film and they're putting somebody else completely in that in that role. They honestly should just ask Amelia Clark. That's everyone. That, that's everyone's fan cast. Like everyone just wants her because uh, her and Jason work so well with Game of Thrones. Yeah, but the whole time I'm going to be thinking about their sex scene from Game of Thrones. <laughs> that they're together and be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> maybe that's just me. I don't know. I think maybe that's why they're not doing it. Could be. I mean, put Amelia Clark in. Everything she's going to be in Secret Invasion, the Marvel show this year. I'm, I, yeah, yes, please give me yeah. more Kira from uh, Solo. Yeah, I, I'll take it. But, but you do bring up a good point with the whole Ezra Miller situation going on right now because I've seen a lot of people that are getting upset that, like, well, they're getting rid of Henry Cavill and they're getting rid of Affleck and Godot. And that I can understand from the position of James Gunn deciding that's not the story they wanted to tell. Apparently they brought Cavill back because the rock and his star power. And there's a whole thing about him trying to gain power. in Basically trying to cook the box office by bringing Henry in. Yeah. He, well, basically behind the scenes, he wanted to take control of the DC universe. He saw that they were kind of rocky and that they were trying to put somebody in position. So he goes, I'm the rock. How about we make black Adam, the center of the DC universe, bring back, bring back Superman. And they went, well, the only Superman right now really is Henry Cavill. And he's like, I don't care. Bring him back. And they're like, we don't have plans for him right now. That's a whole thing. And Rock went, do what I want you to do. I'm the Rock. Please and thank you. Goodbye. And they did it. That's, again, another, a whole nother situation. And it brings up the point of I don't really like the Rock as an actor. He mm-hmm. plays this, it, he, He's very much the Rock in everything. Everything that he does is the Rock. It's not... He didn't play Black Adam. The Black Adam played the rock, essentially. Is the is and he plays the same character, I feel, in every movie. And Corey, you and I had this discussion. What's the difference between him and Ryan Reynolds? And my take on this is Ryan Reynolds has a greater range of emotion that he can portray in a character. So it works. It it, it he is the same, but it never feels the same. And I think part of the reason why he is the same characters because he took a bunch of like action movie roles after Deadpool. We had what six underground, which I liked. It was fun, but it was basically a Deadpool movie about where he's just up the uh, leads a gang and they have a bunch of action scenes. That's I heard it was good. And then we got Hitman's bodyguard. We got the Adam project. We got all the different stuff that Reynolds has been at free guy. Red notice, red notice with Dwayne, the Johnson rock. Yep. (laughs) So, Again, my take is very much he portrays a greater range of emotion. Now, Free Guy, again, yes, it's an action movie, and you can tell it's a Ryan Reynolds role, but that doesn't ha- – it had a different portrayal than Six Underground and Deadpool. So it, it kind of worked for me. And I also go back to one movie from his past that highlights how good of an actor Ryan Reynolds actually is. The Proposal. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I, was- <laughs> I, I told you that. It's a good movie. It's a good Sandy Bullock movie. It's a good uh, Betty White movie. I love that movie. And why I think that does such a good job portraying his range is because, yes, it's a romantic comedy. And that genre is 
in of itself, just not my thing, but it's a great one because there's, he has emotions that he has to portray. He's got to deal with his shitty boss who he's slowly starting to fall in love with. He's got to have those moments of comedy, but then he also has to have the conflict with his father. And there's enough, there's so much range in that he portrays in that movie that it shows why I, it, for me, the rock is boring. Yeah. I, I think it comes down to, I think in a lot of, uh, a lot of places when it comes to Ryan Reynolds getting cast is this character is a certain way. I think Ryan Reynolds would be the best person to play that character because of who he is. I think with the rock, they go, Hey, we got the rock in our movie. We're going to write around the rock being the rock. And it just becomes, here's the big guy who's, you know, slightly more likable than he comes off at first. And then by the end, he has to be the hero in some way or another because he's the rock and he's not going to sign up for a project where he's straight up a villain. And it's just, I don't know. I think, I think Reynolds does it better. Like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I think it does. He does it a lot better. Uh, but yeah, Black Adam in of itself is a whole problem that is kind of sitting very poorly with a lot of the fans because it the movie was only okay and it's coming out that The Rock was kind of a prick about the entire pro- project. I mean, Black Adam exists as a foil to Shazam. Yep. And he refused to be in the Shazam stuff. So with him trying, him trying to bring the star power of Henry Cavill in, it just you could tell it's a cash grab for him. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. And with all of these recastings going on, it brings up another point: who the fuck is going to play Bruce Wayne? I think there are a ton of people, and at the end of the day, in my opinion, I think it comes down to what does James Gunn want for the character. Mm-hmm. How how is the character written? What are they going to go with? Are they going to go for more? You know, they already have a Batman. And I'm not saying that I want them to build this entire DCU off of Pattinson and Matt Reeves, the Batman. But you already have your Batman right there. Why retell another version of the, his parents died. He's afraid of bats. He fights people. He's not afraid of bats anymore. He fights a clown. Like, give us I mean, or. Brooksy, do you agree with me when I say this, that honestly, that movie could very much be what Iron Man was, if that makes sense. It is his origin. Yep. And you could take that premise, like those villains existing, all of that stuff, and you could now say, okay, this is him two years into his journey. We're seeing that really young Batman still figuring it out, and this is how he gets his start. I'm agreeing with you, Corey, that just... Push him into that role. He, he's portrayed the intelligence of Bruce Wayne that we have been looking for on screen. If that makes sense. Do you, what, do you, what do you think, for Christ's sake? I think Battinson's version of Batman was a good way for introducing Bruce Wayne and the Caped Crusader. We only have seen one villain so far. And of course, at the end, if if you've watched it, we've you know, we know Joker's, you know, we know he's in that universe. So at some point, they're going to utilize the Joker in the in the series. But 
honestly, yeah, push him into that role. He's right there. Just all you have to do is use the opportunity to put him in a Justice League Unlimited based universe. I think the way I look at this is we very much should be. We've seen the development of Batman numerous times. We've seen him grow in Bruce Wayne, grow into Batman. We should actually be taking it and saying, no, we need to see Bruce Wayne develop into Bruce Wayne billionaire, like the outgoing one. Like the story should be, he knows how to be Batman because he's so dark and reclusive and he already has that mind and intellect for investigating. Why don't we show the story of him growing into being the Bruce Wayne that is funding the Justice League? that is out in the open and all of that stuff. That's the story that I think would be cool. And that would be the best spin on it that we could have moving forward. I think what they could do potentially is have his own like Battinson. We have the second movie and then we have a third movie after that. Whereas the second movie they introduced, I know Mr. Freeze, for example, it's been two years post the flood. And then the last movies, how many months or years past the second movie. And then they introduced the Joker. And then at the end of that third movie, they introduce, you know, he's like, I think I should start. I can't do that. I can't. I can only protect Gotham. I can't protect the world. And then Alfred pulls up like a computer screen is like, we know about Clark Kent. We know about uh, Diana Prince and we know about Barry Allen. And then, boom, you got all those those three characters right then and there. And then he starts, you know, saying, well, it looks like I got to start funding and I got to start building a team. I think you could do it that way. I would like them to have more run ins with each other, like like kind of like the end credit scenes, the mid credit scenes that Marvel does where, you know, you put those breadcrumbs into it. Um, Just like a simple like he has to go to metropolis at the end of a movie for some, because now he's taking over Wayne enterprises and thing being more involved with it. And he has to go there for some stupid fucking conference or something. And there's a the Clark Kent's there as a reporter, you know, just like those tiny little breadcrumbs to be like, Oh, it's coming. It's happening. Like we're going to get it. And that's the way you do it. And I love there. Is it young justice or it was one of the animated shows where the way Batman figures out that Superman is, Clark Kent is because he's reading the, the um, supersonic flight patterns of Superman. That's the Batman. Yeah. That show was really good. That would be, I, they in eventually they focus more on Batman, but as the show progresses, he gets, he gets Robin, he gets Batgirl. He gets Batgirl first, which I thought was a wicked twist. Right. So they make sense. Though. Honestly, if James Gunn were to do something like that and then introduce the Justice League way down the road, that would be perfect. Because the Batman the I loved that series. I, I thought it was a great take. And for those who are like, I think, when did it come out? Like when we were in like. That was, that was like the same time as Spectacular Spider-Man, so that was like early 2000s. Yeah, so uh, the, if, again, they should just do it based on that. Have Batman be the focus, kind of like with um, Tony Stark, Iron Man, and then just use Pattinson and just build around him. That's, that's just me. The My- groundwork's there, so. 
my worry about doing it like that is that as a studio, that means that they're only doing Batman movies for however long it takes for him to build up. You got the Bat family. Then they start introducing these other characters. And it worries me because the Dark Knight was very gritty and grounded, yeah. that whole series. Yeah. And it'd be very hard in that universe to imagine that there's a Superman running around, that there's Green Lanterns and stuff like that. The Snyderverse does a good job of being like, yeah, this Batman can hang. This, there was a Superman first, then they introduced that this Batman has existed the whole time. My worry is that Matt Reeves' Batman is so realistic that when you start introducing like superhero elements of like, there's a Wonder Woman uh, made of clay, and there's a Superman from a whole other planet, that it, it starts to do like in the Arrowverse. Arrow started off very gritty, very realistic, very like, this all could happen. And then they start introducing the Flash and magic and all of that stuff. And by the time you get to like season five or six of Arrow, there's so much happening in the rest of that universe that you don't, you don't believe the stakes of Oliver Queen fighting like regular people anymore mm-hmm. because there's so much. He could call Barry Allen in any situation and be like, hey, fast guy, can you come grab this dude and throw him in jail? So that he doesn't like murder half my team or all that. So it, it, I can see them recasting the Batman role to make it fit into this bigger universe that they're playing. Okay. That's fair. But I also really like Matt Reeves and Battenson. So I want that to be the case. My worry is as a studio, how do you go? We need to make money off of this entire DC universe, but we're just going to do a couple Batman films to start it. So, that brings up another question I have is is part of the reason why the flash movie is still on the docket because something at the end of it very fucks everything up with the timelines again and it changes the, the universe. That definitely is a good possibility. I, I that's just my take and that that's how you smash this all together. Yeah, that that's definitely like a good way to kind of put closure on the Schneiderverse. That's exactly it. I feel like the Flash movie is kind of their chance at this point to be like, okay, the Schneiderverse is done. It's wrapped up. It still exists somewhere in the multiverse, but we're not going to touch it for a long time. And then maybe 20 years from now, if Ben Affleck and whoever is still willing to do it and they've built the groundwork to do a story of like, okay, now we're going to bring in everybody. We're going to do like Secret Wars. We're going to have the Hugh Jackman of DC. We're going to have the Tobey Maguire of DC come in and we're going to tell like a big multiversal story. My hope is that at the end of the Flash movie, I think the best thing they could do, something happens and you see Flash come out and he's wearing like a mask. You don't see Ezra Miller's face and it's just a Flash. Then you go into James Gunn universe. Then you go hey, it's still this same Barry, but a different actor can play him. They can do a different version of be the one holdover from the Snyderverse because that's a Flash thing. That's a very Flash thing to be the only person in a new universe that remembers the old universe and let it kind of bleed, but now he just has to play in whatever James Gunniverse happens. Yeah, it it's, it's going to be interesting to see at the very least. Um... I just don't know where they're going to go. And it does at times feel like the DC's on fire. Like 
it, and I understand why some of the fans are upset because Henry Cavill is so beloved and he's kind of been thrown around a lot recently, leaving the Witcher, coming back as Superman, not coming back as Superman, now going to get a Warhammer series with Amazon. He's all over the place. So I f- understand why fans are skeptical of what James Gunn is doing because, oh my God, he's getting rid of such beloved actors and whatnot. He's trying to build a universe. And as much as DC feels like it's on fire, he's sometimes you have to, it's like a Phoenix rising from its ashes. And that's kind of what I feel like he's going for. Yeah. No, you have to burn down the old universe to be able to build the new one up. And it's going to suck because there's characters that we really like peacemaker. I loved peacemaker. Who knows if that character is going to carry over from technically it's in the Snyderverse. It is 100% Margot Robbie was in the Suicide Squad. She's in the Batman, the Ben Affleck universe. There's all these different ties. Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller both show up at the end of the Peacemaker. Spoiler. At the end of the Peacemaker show in the Snyderverse. And now James Gunn is in charge. Does he go, we're going to keep this in the universe or we're going to separate this? Where, where does the line get drawn? Again, I think it comes down to the Flash movie. I really do. I think that's the the destroying of the Snyderverse to make the new DCU. But DC's not on fire, guys. It feels like it, but it's not. I don't think it's on fire. I think it's just, I mean, we were just talking about how it needs to be on fire for it to be reborn from ashes, but it's not. It's a controlled burn. Yeah, it's a controlled burn. Exactly. Exactly. And people are worried about the whole Ezra Miller thing because, you know, he's been in the news for a lot lately. And they're saying, James Gunn, why aren't you getting rid of him? Apparently, execs are in talks of wanting to keep him after the Flash movie because rumor has it. I'm not saying this. Rumors are saying this. The Flash movie is supposed to be as good as The Dark Knight in a very different way, but as good. So I feel like, you know, Ezra Miller, it's different than Henry Cavill. They didn't have a plan for him. Ezra Miller needs to be kind of punished and not allowed to be a big tentpole actor in these movies because of the things that he has done that they have done in the past. Sorry. And uh, I'm just curious to see how that whole situation resolves itself. I'm curious to see how DC as a whole resolves itself. I'm going to keep an open mind for this flash movie. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go in just open-minded and, I'm going to hope to hope that it's just as good as the dark Knight. It may not be, it may not be. So I guess we'll see when it comes out. Well, we can only hope we have to wait and see with DC at this point. There's nothing that we don't have any information. We have nothing. Yeah. And really thinking about it, the James Gunn hiring is still very new. They're still working on things. So, Let's let them burn it to the ground and rebuild it. Yeah. Rumor has it we're going to start, we're going to see like the first third of the slate sometime this month. That James Gunn is going to start announcing what's coming up in the MCU, uh, the MCU, the DCU. Because we still have four DC films coming out this year. Shazam's one of them. Shazam, Blue Beetle, uh, uh, Flash, and Aquaman 2. Yeah, and, and Aquaman 2 is at the end of the year. Yeah. So supposedly those are going to be the uh, the end of it. Jason Momoa is now in talks to play Lobo in the new DCU. So how weird is that going to be seeing the same actor in a different universe playing somebody else? 
Hmm. It's weird. That'll be I, that'll I, be interesting to see. We just saw it though in Star Wars. I mean, we like we didn't see it, see it because Snoke and yeah, no, it's different. But you had a character come back. You can make it work. It happens. But last thing on DC, the Penguin Show. We were talking about this last night. The Colin Farrell tied to the Matt Reeves, the Robert Pattinson universe. They're doing a whole show about the Penguin. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw what you were talking about, like the announcement. I don't really see myself watching it. I liked Colin Farrell in that movie, but... Yeah, I agree. He did a great job playing as Oswald. But I don't think it can hold an entire show unless they really get into the nitty gritty of like the villains of this universe. So by the time the Batman two comes out, you can sit there and go, oh, OK, I already know these characters and this version of them. Yep. So now let's have Batman kick the crap out of them. Mm. That's pretty much it. Gotcha. So wait and see with DC, guys. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm. We just don't know. And do you know, Corey? Because I don't No. I don't think anybody knows what's going on right now besides Peter Saffron and James Gunn. And we'll see what they have to say. But right now, this is an unprecedented time. I mean, I remember, I want to say maybe Comic-Con 2015, San Diego Comic-Con. DC was at Hall H and they were going, we're going to do a Flash movie, Aquaman. We're going to build an entire universe. And here we are, you know, almost eight years later. and. It's in shambles. So best of luck to James. You got your work cut out for you. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm here for it. I'll see what they do. Yeah, I guess, I guess time will tell and what he has in mind and what kind of idea of a Justice League unlimited based universe because he's going to have to, he's going to have pretty much start from the ground up. And that's, that's a lot of work, a lot of work. But it can be done. It can be done. I'm not saying it cannot. I'm just saying it's it's going to take a while before I think we get to really see what his uh, big Justice League, who he has planned, that kind of thing. I agree. I agree. Well, thanks for joining us this week, guys. We've got a whole lot of new content coming out, and we hope you enjoy it this year. Um, as always, my name's Tanner. My name's Corey. And I'm Brooksy. And we will see you in the Nexus. Stay hydrated, everyone. <laughs>